tell me about, you know, the brand, how that got started. Sure. So um, it all started when I was backpacking the Caribbean. I was looking for a way to, to become more free. I was looking for freedom. And that was the overall idea of that trip. The goal was to become more independent in all aspects of my life. Um, either that had to do with attachment with back home, with friends, family, jobs that I had. And when I started putting the puzzle together and I started traveling, backpacking was one freedom. That, that sense of freedom when you travel is one thing, is the sense of mobility and flexibility in terms of location, right? So independent, right. location-wise, I achieved it in the first, I don't know, months. Uh, for six months, I was feeling I, I achieved my dream, which was to go or to be uh, at, at a lot of places um, if I wanted to without any attachment to the previous location. So that kept me going and that fulfilled the one one goal, one dream I had. And the part of the power that our mind has gave me more strength to keep going because I realized that if we put our minds into certain um, goals, then all we need to do is just repeat that blueprint of envisioning, then putting, planning, and then executing towards that goal. So I realized that if I can be location independent, then I could be financially independent too because that something was missing in that puzzle that I was just using my savings at that time and I was running out of um, resources, basically, financial resources. So I either had to go back to uh, being an employee, finding a job, going through that interview process, which I had no problem because my qualifications, were, I was quite confident about getting a job, but it wasn't about that. It was more about the excitement and the risk of the unknown that got me into the what if, what if I start something new and uh, that new could give me that financial independence on an independent location. <laughs> so it was kind of like, how can I, uh, how can I have this ideal life? Um, for me was, first of all, was health. And I had that. I was, I was healthy enough to be able to travel. And then I was, I was trying to sustain myself. So I was trying to figure out ways to uh, earn an income. That's how it all started. I was backpacking. I only had my laptop. And I was just going to cafes, cafeterias, and, and Googling, how can I make money online? Because that's the only tool I had was a laptop. Thankfully, in this time, you know, just a simple question, like you said, you know, how, how mm -hmm. can I do this? Mm -hmm. And the internet is just a powerhouse of ideas. If you're willing oh to my put God. in you know, time, then amazing things can happen. I, I love that it didn't stop with one aspect of your life. You know, you said you had the, the health, okay, that gave you a certain amount of independence. And the willingness to backpack that gave you another bit of independence. And then the 
third piece of the puzzle because everything costs something, you know, Mm -hmm. and being able to establish financial independence so you can do more of what you wanted to do in the first place. This is the perfect time to live in the time that we live now. That that's what I keep saying to uh, friends whenever in my age or even my parents, even older people, um, when they start complaining um, about about our situation, and um, it's great when you have people other than me uh, to share the gratitude of the times that we live in. So yes, I'm really amazed by the access to abundance that we have as generation. I think we, we live in the greatest yeah. time of all, of all times, <laughs> to be honest with you. You know, we, we have both, we have nature, know. we have the internet. And if we can get out of these, I don't want to call it a rat race or this big city life thing, but there is the, the potential to live in, in a way that, um, you know, is the ideal, is the dream, the dream life. Um, it used to be the American dream, just work, work, work. But now we, we, we're going towards a different way of an ideal life. I think that that shift really um, comes down to time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the house and, and the car, those aren't really, we realize that those things aren't going to fulfill anything. We're not going to really fill any void within ourselves or, you know, it's just basically living a life of competition rather than a life of creation. And time is a commodity that you can't get back. And it's the people that are like-minded that realize that time is the ultimate commodity. And how can I maximize and utilize my time in a creative way rather than a competitive way. And, and like you said, I'm glad you mentioned gratitude because every successful person I know, whether they're, you know, a successful gardener making $5,000 a year and they're happy in that, or they're, you know, a successful businessman and they're making 27 million a quarter or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all, all talking about gratitude and the more things you can be grateful for, the more, things the universe or god will give you to be grateful for so it's 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 like a beautiful cycle once you actually are willing to put in that work and and you ask yourself you know what am i willing to to do and have and what am i not willing to do and have and you know cutting out the things that that aren't necessary for you like when you decided to backpack you know you you made a decision you cut off the the apartment and the attachments so that you could just go forward. It's funny you mentioned all those things uh, because you got me thinking of the reason why I started being grateful. And uh, I want to add that first in order, in order for someone to have gratitude towards life or towards certain, certain things uh, you sometimes you need it. You need a hit. You you need to get hit, or or hurt uh, by something, right. or from something because you're not aware of the things that you, you you can do or the things that you already have in order f- in order for you to feel grateful. So big shocks in our life 
create that awareness that leads to gratitude. A lot of people have everything and the people that don't have are the ones that can see that those people have everything. The ones that have, they don't, they're not aware. They don't feel that way because possibly, I mean, it's the combination always, possibly they haven't had anything, anything strong happen in their life, shook or shaken. I, I don't know the, the exact verb, but um, it's, it's those moments in life that throw you back so you can start again and feel that there is potential, there's gratitude. For me, it was when, when my, my mother passed away. That's when I started looking around me. I was a bit blind or narrow-minded before because I had it pretty much uh, all. I could say, you know, a good upbringing. But then when, you know, that shook my life. Um, so that was a moment where it was, it was a kind of, of, of a um, realization moment. So everyone should... I don't know if they should go for those moments, but I believe if that moment happens to you, even if it's negative, I believe you should be thankful for that negative um, moment or event. Absolutely. It's, it's like you said, it, it was something that seems so negative in the moment, but what came out of it mm -hmm. because of how you, you looked at it, you know, and I, mm -hmm. I think you know, regardless of who you are, there's going to be, hard circumstances you know you're, you're someone's going to break your heart someone's going to pass away some you know some financial uh endeavor is going to not work out and like me you know i got in a severe accident when i was 17 that left me a quadriplegic and it was wasn't until then that i really started to assess who i was you know what what role did I play in my life to this point? You know, Absolutely. what are the things that I really value? And am I even going for the things that I want? Or am I going for the things that I was told to want? That's and it. As traumatic and as life altering and jarring and painful and, and all that was at the time, I really see it as the catalyst for the great life that I have now. Because... You know, I'm a firm believer that we're the you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I was spending my time with a lot of negative people. And I, therefore, I was a negative and unhappy person. But after my injury, the only people I was left with were my parents. That's it. Everyone else was gone. And I, I had a lot of downtime, <laughs> to say the least. And between my parents' encouragement and my faith increasing, I just, I grew to be myself rather than the idea of myself. And oh, for sure. I was able to rebuild my confidence and, and rebuild my presence and, and really use that to create a life of value, both in my education. It's like a restart. And, it's like pressing the restart button. Yeah. And it's, it seems traumatic and scary and everything in the, at the time, but it's just like in the movies when the hero, you know, gets hit in the face, you know, or knocked down or loses everything and then rebuilds, you know, it, right. it's like the Avengers movie. <laughs> right. It goes back at it again and, and stronger sometimes, you know, and everyone is, wow. Uh, 
So true. So true. That experience uh, that you went through. Sometimes you can wish people to have that happen to them because they think it's such a bad thing is like a grudge. But I, w- I want to take that the positive side of it as we dis- we're discussing right now that even that has a positive you know aspect to it. So it's all about how you look at it. And I, I love the mindset that you know you just explained. So that's great. Yeah, we need more of you. <laughs> we need more of you guys <laughs> in this world. Yeah. I wrote a book based on the expressions and the questions that I felt were coming to me through through the spirit of God during that time. And one of the quotes is insight comes from those who have experienced darkness and made their way out. And mm-hmm. it's not, until that, you know, something does happen that people decide, you know, I'm going to solve a problem. You know, even with you backpacking, you ran into a problem of not having enough funds. And how can I create a world where those funds are just taken care of automatically? You know, it, it wasn't until you had a problem that you, you sought a solution. And I believe so true. wholeheartedly that solutions are all around us all the time. Necessity is a strong thing, is a powerful thing. <laughs> Having yes. the necessity to, to do things and, and going into survival mode achieves great things. So how did this lead to Right Cross Athletics? How did you come up with the name? So I met a guy, at, I was in the Dominican Republic that time and i i started to love that place so i was trying to find a way to to stay to prolong my my staycation so i i met up with a guy that asked that told me that he's working online and what he does what he what he was doing was uh, online sales through the phone and email and he was selling fitness equipment um, it was a B2B business, so he was selling to businesses, to gyms, um, universities, organizations in general. Mm-hmm. So he asked me if, actually, I asked him if I could join, and he asked me how much time you have to, to invest. I said, why? Because for him, it was, he, he straight up told me, it's not about uh, the salary here because there's no salary. So that was the first surprise. And uh, he asked me if I was willing to put in the time. That's why he was asking me about the time and how much I was willing to invest in, in terms of my own time. And I said, I would love to have the result that you already have, which was sitting in his um, patio with uh, next to his pool, right next to the beach. And, you know, having that, that income coming. So he said, there is no salary. You would have to put in the time and you would get commission based on your sales. So when his vision was when he was going to make enough money to start a business on his own, because he was, he was a salesman basically. So, but his, his vision, his goal was when he had enough money, enough funds, he would start a business called Right Cross Fitness. And he had the logo 
already made uh, a few months back before I met him. So he had a big financial problem when I was working with him and he had to use all that money to save his family from bankruptcy and, and losing their home back in the U.S. So basically that project of his basically was destroyed in, in a few months and in, in his mind, at least, you know, it, it, it brought him back to zero. So yeah. I was doing well after a few months, uh, but I didn't have enough to, to start that business. However, I asked him, if I'm going to make a business, I'm going to use that logo and that name so that that logo stays and, and, and stays true to its name and vision. You know, we laughed about it. We said, all right. And when the time came, sure enough, he gave me the logo and name. When I asked him about what does Right Cross means, he said, I always wanted something dynamic and, and strong and powerful. So Right Cross is a punch in boxing. And it's one of the strongest, strongest punches you can get because um, it's fast and strong. It, it always works in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> knockout <laughs> one right cross and you're out <laughs> right so, so so do you do the designs how do, how does that work i mean i in the beginning after i had the logo well i had to find a way to sell something with that because it was just a name so before i got into the designing and you know, the T-shirts and the apparel and the clothing. It was more of a question of, all right, now, how do I make this happen in terms of, right, what do I sell? You know, what's the product? Is it a service? Is it a, is it a product? I know I wanted to be online. I know I want to be, you know, location independent. So I was, again, Googling, how do you start a business online? not how to make money, how to start a business. So it, one of the blueprints of how you can start a business with minimum risk was uh, print on demand and basically printing your own designs on certain items, clothing items. Um, and that triggered my creative side, <laughs> I'm going to say, because I always had it, uh, but I, I, I wasn't able to channel it the right way throughout my life. It was sometimes through sports. I wasn't sure how could I express my creativity at that time. And that was a getaway for me to feed that eagerness to, to continue with creativity and designing. And I got inspired by people that have already made it on, on YouTube. Again, Googling. Uh, people that already have started a clothing, a clothing line, a clothing business that was showing you if you wanted to do it, here you, here you go for free. <laughs> here you have the tips and, and steps of how you can start. Here, this is how you design something. You, 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 know, you download Adobe Photoshop or there's plenty of online photo editing or designing tools. This is how you do it. And then you take that design place it on a t-shirt or leggings, whatever that is. And as long as you feel satisfied and it looks good to you, then there you go, post it on your, on your website and then try to market it. And then marketing was that second chapter 
but now we're talking about designing. So my answer to you is just through, again, finding the how, <laughs> how I'm going to design products or, uh, you know, how I'm going to make a design that will sell. Yeah, that's so great that, you know, like we said before, living in this time where you can just Google things and there's so and much free information that will get you to the next step. It, it doesn't even matter. Like, you you know, you didn't go into <laughs> it with all the knowledge in the world. You know, I you didn't learned, have to go anywhere. I was on the beach and learning all those things. Yeah. I mean, you don't even have to go yeah. anywhere. <laughs> no, and it's so awesome. Like, I've learned so many things about business and about finances and about designing and, and mm-hmm. everything from the internet, mostly mm-hmm. for free. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely amazing. I love it. And I keep going, you know, I keep learning. You ask me if I, you know, if my designing skills are good, I'm going to tell you, I'm still learning. I was, I'm better than last year that I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way. It's when I look back, I, I always want to, live the type of life that when I look back every so often, I'm, I'm way ahead of where I was, you know, whether right. that be yeah. in my health or my business or my skills or mm-hmm. my family, whatever. Like I just want to constantly be, be getting way better. Correct. Progress. That's, that's the word instead of definitely yeah, that's for me, that's the synonym of success. As long as you progress, then you have something to, to do always. <laughs> Right. And I, yeah. And I believe that, you know, through creation and, and gratitude, that's, that's the way to move forward in anything, you know, that we're, that we're all meant to create something. And, and sometimes that's, you know, creating a new business and focusing on that and, and creating designs and focusing on that. And then, you know, the next step and just constantly building something that wasn't there before. Absolutely. Creativity, creativity is the antidote to laziness, boredom. <laughs> yeah. So once you find something that you can get your hands on, you can get inspired, interested in, then it's all about the steps. The steps will get you into more steps, but you need to figure out a way of inspiring yourself and on a, on a continue, continuous basis. And that's creativity. It's looking at, looking at from another angle, just like your weird angle, you know, just keep looking at, Keep looking at things from all kinds of angles until you 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 find something that really you know triggers your your interest into moving forward, and that's the step. And that you look back and you say, "Wow, that's." Then it's about you know judging and and seeing if that was a good step or a bad step, but both have value. Definitely, I've I've learned so much stuff, so many, so much information, and so much growth came out of a misstep. I think it was Teddy, mm-hmm. Teddy Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, the president, uh, that said, you know, the, the best thing you can do is make the right decision. The second best thing <laughs> is the wrong decision. And it's only indec- indecision is the only thing that is not good. Like you have right. to go one way or the other. I so remember another phrase. Now you, 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 you're fitting on, on another um, phrase that, that I, I, I heard somewhere, but I don't remember from who, but it was going like this. Oh, that's, that's, how, that's how it goes. If there is a problem, there is, there is a solution. If, and if there's no solution, there's no, there's no problem. Another way to look at life is there's always a solution. 
to 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 things you know the the only thing you can figure it out is by trying out yeah and it, and like you said creativity is the cure for for all that lazy, laziness and it always comes down to action you know action 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 just doing something whether that's the wrong thing or the right thing but just doing something so that you have some some way to assess and see what's constantly going on it definitely helps once you have certain goals. That's the goal setting is the, the foundation of even creativity. Because once you set some goals, then it all becomes like a dance. You're kind of like dancing around through the room, making some <laughs> steps back and forth, left and right. But as long as you know that you have, let's say, your goal is to perform certain moves then you don't care when exactly you're going to perform the, those moves but you know you have to perform them so so performing those moves setting goals small small goals you know daily whatever daily the, the list the list to do that you have for the day then once you have that then that creates the creativity because you only have the foundation the ground you know where to go. I think that's very important too. Yeah, one of the things that I teach people is these five principles of my my day one philosophy. And one of them is focusing on the what and not the mm -hmm. how, because I think a lot of people, Correct. you know, they say, you know, I want to start my own business, but I don't know how to how? do this. this, <laughs> this. They just name, they just name right. everything that they don't know. And that's right. Expected. You know, you're not supposed to know, but like you said, you know, having that base is really focusing on the what, the ultimate what of what you want is that freedom. And it's like, okay, how can I get that freedom? It's just, it comes bit by bit, but you have to have something, that big goal, like you said, to focus on. And if you dance around it for a while, it's fine. But it's mm -hmm. about that pursuit of that thing so that you can, you know, really get it and just let let the how come to you as it as it does sometimes. Absolutely. So you said you used to be in Dominican Republic. What what brought you back to Greece? Really, what brought me back to Greece was a, a mandatory, uh, obligatory military service we have here. So it's one of those things that you can't really do anything about it. You just have to play the game. And, and when you get cold, let's, we, we call it that way. You get called by the military and that's i was allowed i had a permission not to go to the military service because of my studies so you get a permission of certain years i believe it was six years okay. due to the fact that i was studying and i could i could show them with the papers of my university so right after university i, uh, I was working for one year or two and then i started traveling but then it got you know that permission got expired so they had to call me back to present myself at the military base so that was the reason i got back here i served for nine months and after that i was, I was let's say free to go again so after that i i started traveling again i went back to the dr because i felt so inspired by that place i felt that was my my playground in, in a way so i was i was very creative those years. I spent three years there 
So those years, I, I was very creative. I was very active too because it's uh, it's a destination where I was living. It was a destination for sports, and that kind of fed the idea and concept of right cross athletics because the story and the let's say the philosophy behind right cross is we should do many things uh, in terms of sports activities movement in general because a lot of people are getting tangled into become an expert become good in one thing and when i was growing up i was never good at one one thing I was good at many things because I tried many things. I wasn't one of those kids that I grew up playing basketball and just basketball. I was playing basketball, soccer, horseback riding, skateboarding, snowboarding in the winter, hiking during the fall, just versatile. And for me, that's the, the idea of athletics, of athleticism is being versatile, being an all-around athlete is the magic because that's where you see the full potential of your body and mind because you really experience different things. So those experiences make you a rich person in terms of body because you have different muscles that you're moving and mind because you're associating yourself with different people, you know, teams, locations, environments. So for me is versatility is right cross athletics is that's awesome because it it opens you up to not just those things that you said but i think it also opens you up to other cultures you know certain oh, yeah. cultures around the world uh you know soccer is the, is the huge thing and then certain cultures around the world you know horseback riding is a big thing so it's like it opens you up to to the world and to other people's oh way God. of thinking and expressing and i think that too you know that versatility opens you up as an entrepreneur mm -hmm. to seeing mm -hmm. things in a different way. And, you know, the podcast is my life at a weird angle, but I think everybody's life is at a weird angle. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Thing, because it, you know, this is our first try. This is your first try at life. You've right. never been this age before. You've never done these things before. And, and even if someone that has a similar story, it's still not you. And, right. you know, things do get weird sometimes and, and really the not just weird in the sense of strange or different or new, but the first definition of weird really refers to your fate new. being able to control yeah. your mm -hmm. fate. When it's weird, that just means that you put forth effort to control your own life. And I think every entrepreneur goes through that and every person of creativity or substance or, you know, the desire to travel or to do or see that's that's weird and you should go where it's weird and just embrace it oh my god I, I so agree because as you're talking i can find a synonym for weird and it's uncomfortable that's when sometimes you say oh that's so weird because you have that feeling of wow this is not this is not common to me this is not usual this is something weird this is something different and most of the times yeah. that 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 sense of something being different is the feeling of being uncomfortable. And, and I think that's where we start to, to see from that different angle. Um, that's where we actually grow. So this way you, you realize after, after a while that it's not that weird anymore. <laughs> no, 
And yeah, when, when things are, are uncomfortable, I think that's a, that's a, that's another call to action, whether it right. be internal and, you know, you thinking about, you know, why am I thinking this is weird? Am I judging this person? And it's an internal change, but sometimes that weird is, well, you know, maybe I'll go try this and it's external, but I think either way, it's a call to action and growth. Like you said, it's, it's just a constant, constant expansion into the fullness of your life and every it's interesting that, you know, because we as humans, we have the free will to just do and, and say and live, you know, you don't have to just do what your tribe does. You know, you can become a different version. You can become the first person in your family to do a thousand different things. And right. I think it's interesting that we have that ability. It's really godlike, in my opinion, because mm -hmm. in all other life, you know, whether it be plants or animals, they'll expand and be their fullest self. You know, a, a herd will go a thousand miles to get water, but a person will not want to walk to the fridge to get something to drink. For and sure. you can choose to fail or you can choose to win. And I, I think when you choose to win and you're willing to, to just go for it, and sometimes it's small decisions, sometimes it's big decisions, but the willingness to go to grow and to do is, is what really helped me become a better person and to become a fuller person with a fuller life. And, you know, now I'm open to opportunities when they come and I see solutions all the time. And I'm teaching my, my kids the same thing that we only have solutions and, you know, hardship doesn't mean God doesn't like you and hardship doesn't mean that necessarily you're even on the path, the wrong path, but it's just a challenge to, waking something up it's a, it's a call to action but i love seeing your brand grow I, I love seeing the new pictures and you know how the images and the the wording that you put with them are just so on point that it's it's so true to brand i, I can see why people get behind it to be honest i believe to add to what you were just saying is a lot of people ask how you do it and I think you have to have some certain traits in your personality. And that's one is curiosity. People, not all, they're not always curious. I've, I know people in my family, grew up with them, but they're not curious enough to try new things. And then the second thing is, all right, so let's say you're curious. Then you have to be confident with the idea of trying that that new thing because curiosity is actually the sense of oh there's something new out there should i should i not and that question is solved or the step forward i should say is is done by inner confidence and a lot of people tell me but i'm not confident uh, i'm not confident enough i can't I, I can't do the things that you have tried or you've done in your life and there's one way to lead by example. There's another way, which I don't agree with, which is trying to make people being confident, which is, I realized, I started, I was getting a little bit upset when I was talking and I said, how can you not be curious and confident and, and try these new things? And then I realized we're, we're not all like this. So I respect the other people who are, who, now we're talking about all these things about growth, you know, 
uh, different angles and, and try and do, do, do different things on, you know, comfort zone, getting out of it. But a lot of people are very good in their comfort zone and they don't want to be moved. So for me, it's not a waste of time, 100%, but we're not trying to, to convince people. You know, by you talking or us talking here in this podcast, we're not trying to convince someone. It's more about inspiring the people that already have it because you can't change yeah. people to something that they're not or they don't want right. to be. I, you can't make somebody believe something that doesn't believe it. Correct. And Correct. Nor, nor, do I, nor do I think you should. You know, I, I think, you know, trying to convince somebody over and over to do something that's really taking away their free will of just choosing for themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people that are, you know, willing, then they'll take it and they'll run with it. And people who aren't will stay where they are, I guess. And Correct. I think you have to have a certain amount of acceptance to that and detachment. Mm-hmm. And to, mm-hmm. to let your, your ego go a little bit that you can't just, you know, make people do things and you can't give out confidence like a movie ticket. Either <laughs> someone's going down that road and this will help them on their road or, you know, they won't. But, yeah, losing the, the attachment to controlling other people is definitely something worthwhile to do. Absolutely. But yeah, thank you for you know seeing or you know, following the content and seeing the the phrases and the wording, because um, you know again what we're trying to do is not is not convince people to live that way or think that way. It's just what we think, what I think, and now I have a partner, so we're kind of like growing, and we all have that same culture, and we are like-minded people, and we feel there is there is more people out there, so. Here's part of the reason we're doing this podcast. <laughs> you know, you, you saw something, I saw something in you, and here we are, we're connected. Yeah, I, I find that, you know, the older I get, the further along I go, the more people, like-minded people that I connect with. And I think that's that's an awesome thing to have and, and really build a network of people that are adding value to others and also investing in themselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's the circle of people that I want around me. That's great. You know, I got inspired by, by looking at, at your brand and I believe, you know, things, I mean, the, the, the way you, you do things are not necessarily the same. Uh, we, we are in the same industry, which is online e-commerce last apparel clothing and, and all that, but you're doing it in a different way, which is, you know, that the great admiration more than, competition so i believe that everyone has its own path and as long as you stay true to who you want to become then that's going to show and that's halfway the success definitely that's the other good thing about the internet you know if you're if you're bullshitting somebody eventually you'll be found out so (laughs) You might as well try to be the most authentic version of yourself because that's what yeah. people are going to buy into. Because the internet also, it gives people the option to buy from any clothing company. You know, there's thousands of them. But, mm-hmm. you know, having the story and, and the team and the motivation that you have behind Right Cross, 
that's something that people can buy into and they are buying into that story. You know, I, I like to tell people that I don't sell clothing for a living. I sell a mission. And that mission is to encourage and empower women. And the clothing is just a catalyst to do that. And Correct. I think yeah. for you guys, you know, it's it's telling people to live more, to be more, to to go for more and to, you know, look cool doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Uh, our phrase is uh, giving you the comfort to get out of your comfort zone. So that's kind of like the idea. And, and I'm glad you, 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 you're one of those people that grasped the, uh, the message behind it. And the Don La Doña is, is another brand, your brand that empowers women and has a strong message. And, and you can see it throughout the content is which is filled with like-minded people that support you. So every brand, as long as has its mission, has an audience. So you can't go anywhere without a mission. So you're in the right track. Yeah, it's definitely been a fun road and a creative road, but I, I really feel that I'm living my life and I'm not living the version that I was told to live. And hmm. I'm, I'm being true to myself and true to the people that are around me. And, and I feel like, you know, everything that I do, I just want to add value to other people. And if I am constantly doing that while being true, then, then I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm not, I'm not worried about the money. I'm not worried about the, the success. I, you know, I know those things are in a way guaranteed because of my reasoning and my effort. Yeah, the, the chase never really worked. Uh, everywhere you see it in life, chasing something, it, it, even if that's, a, you know, the girl sitting in the bar or the money, the job, whatever you're chasing, most of the times you're going against it. A lot of times you feel that tension. You create that tension. So having pursuing something that you you haven't already possess, which is your values, is a waste of time because you will never feel satisfied and you always create that tension towards that goal. Once you have it in you, you carry it, then the whole journey becomes so much relaxed and you feel way, you know, you take off that burden off of you. So that chase kind of like stops and then you start and and enjoy the process. This is when you start enjoying the process instead of getting anxious about the process. Definitely. It, it's stuff that, you know, looking back now, I can, I can see how my actions led me to where I am and where I'm going. And I, I keep noticing and I keep having this phrase run through my head that mm. some cliches are true. And the more I, I think about it, you know, cliches and phrases or advice that I've heard growing up is now proving so true. And one of them that I've been hearing lately, and you just reminded me of it is something that Bruce Lee said. And he said to, to be like water. If you pour water mm. into a kettle, it becomes the kettle. If it, you pour it into a cup, it becomes the cup. And I think that, you know, having a free flowing uh, mentality when you're going through things that, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, the cookie cutter prospect and process that 
that you might have been told for it to be right for you and having that attitude to go along with with the ideas and see where this journey takes me and if you have to you know make a u-turn you make a u-turn but (laughs) to not be bogged down by it being adaptive is something that should be taught in schools is 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 something that we should learn from early on because this is what we face in life the whole right from the beginning is not when you start a business it's not only when you you're facing a problem with your health it's not only when you're breaking up with your with your spouse or your girlfriend it's it starts way before when you're when you're young and and people you know are not playing with you your your schoolmates are not playing with you hey here's a problem how are you going to adapt to that so yeah being able to flow around these different situations in life i think it's it has to it has to become it has to become very important and it has to be introduced in in our education because i think the people who are able to adapt look at these times that we live in covid these are the people who are able to to basically survive either mentally <laughs> Some people have committed suicide because of that. They've lost their jobs, their their companies, uh, because because they couldn't adapt. They couldn't. They haven't. They haven't had. They didn't have that that ability. And I think it's an ability that that it, it's exercised um, either day by day or different different exercises as well as different different tricks that you can do to your mind because it's it's a mind game. That's all it is. So the more you Definitely. practice your mind around those difficulties, you become more adaptable. You become like a chameleon. You know those lizards that mm-hmm. take the color of yeah. the objects that are sitting on? That's how mm-hmm. we're supposed I mean that's how we should be. That's a powerful skill to have. So I think it has to become you know have more attention in schools, parents should know more about these things for sure i I believe that you know just the simple fact of paying attention to Mm -hmm. the details in your life and to be able to ask yourself you know how do i feel about this how does this affect me you know what what can i do now you know how Mm -hmm. how do i what can i do to prevent you know this from happening in the future like that constant questioning of yourself and that 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 personal dialogue that self-talk will has, has definitely helped me to just adapt and 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 really oddly enough my injury you know being so severe the first couple of years I, I could barely move or move around on my own so I had to adapt more than anything else and you know well do I really need to do this right now or can I wait till later and ended up being that like my life had to require a lot more steps you know it's not just a simple grab a shirt and put it on in that first few years it was you know it's a process of you know wheeling into the room and trying to grab it off the hook and all these steps but it really opened me up to be more creative and like you said it's a constant process of building that creative muscle and that adaptive muscle and that uh that actionary muscle to just keep going despite the circumstances. And then I realized that, you know, I've grown into a person where 
my life is not even based on my circumstances. My life is just based on myself. And that's a real free place to be because it doesn't matter if COVID's happening or, you know, who the president is or who's <laughs> around in my family. It that's matters. Right. I, I know myself so much and so true that it, you know, the circumstances don't matter. It just matters what I'm willing to do and what I'm willing to do about it. Well, once you have set those principles that are, you know, the, the game of questioning, very important. You mentioned it. Uh, making the right questions to yourself is very important again. And they're not very different from each other in, in every situation. They're pretty much the same. They have a different twist sometimes, you know. Some of the wording is changing, you know, what am I going to do with my girlfriend or what am I going to do with my business? How am I going to solve the issue I have with my girlfriend? How am I going to solve the issue I have with my business? So it, it changes, but not so much. There's principles that are set and done. And based off of those, you, you go on and, and you put them in the right, you know, in the right situation and you, and you ask yourself, the how most of the times and once you have the answers because questioning is one thing then answering is the second <laughs> you can't stay in in questioning some for so long at a certain point you have to find the answer at least for for that time being so once you find the answer then then you have some kind of internal peace and once you have that internal peace then the external factors and environment doesn't affect you anymore. And you realize that and, it, and it's like magic. Yeah, it is it, almost like magic. It's amazing. It's Once really you nice. have, you're, you're certain with yourself, you're certain about how you're going to you know, go about things. Then it doesn't matter if it's, you know, rainy. Oh, it ruined my day. No, it, I mean, how can rain <laughs> ruin your day? Or right. the president, uh, you know, we have elections and now things are unstable. No, you're becoming unstable because you're affected by the external factors and situations. Pandemic. Oh, everyone is, is kind of um, in a shock where they, they don't know where to go or like which way to go. Um, and there is people who knew exactly what to do. We don't talk about those people. Some people have succeeded through the pandemic. Of course, we don't talking about health issues. And if you know people got affected, that's that's definitely a fact. But taking that aside, there's people who have who benefited from the pandemic. You understand what I mean? It's the way you see it and how you're able to to react on it. Definitely, because you know regardless of whatever negative situation is happening. I mean, you can, there's always an opportunity for growth somehow, you know, even if it's endless, you, know, you, you endless lost your job in, in your home for a while. Well, if you, you know, maybe this is t a time to, to read more, to learn that language that you didn't want to learn. And then, you know, when things bounce back, then now you have a new skill, you know, it's all about the opportunity. And, and I'm really focused on, on, myself in that regard of, of capitalizing on the things that I, I want to do. And like you said before, not just focusing on one thing, 
like go for all the things that you want. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, th I think, you know, our purposes change throughout life. You know, at this point in your life, you're might meant to be doing this for your next growth. And then that'll change and be fulfilled. And then you'll move on to a next thing. So it's like that mm -hmm. constant growth and the constant learning and the constant uh, asking and questioning. And it's, it really comes down to, to those decisions that you make. And it really affects the memories that you're going to have. And, you know, when we're on our deathbed, it's going to be that we're not going to regret the things that we did. It's the things that we wish we could have done. So I'm definitely trying to capitalize on, on the things that I can do and, and really, you know, be appreciative of the, of the internet, especially among other things, because success leaves clues. And I don't even have to know somebody to, to be benefited by their success or their ideas or their inspiration, which is, is awesome. I mean, we've never met, but we're we're still contributing to each other's lives and businesses and stuff. The the doors that the internet has opened are endless in so many aspects in our life. Financial. Some people are dating people. Are uh, they're, they're they're finding their their spouses for life through the internet. Yeah. Some people have had surgery, heart surgery via the internet. So lives have been saved literally from the internet. So I can't express how grateful I am to be part of this era. There's so much creativity, so much information so much connection with people, cultures, that there's endless, there's, there's no limits. And that gets me creative. That sparks my, my creativity. That's, that's another thing, like going back to creativity. That's, it's like an endless pool of opportunities and you're never bored to swim in it because there's no, there's no blueprint. It's always something new. But you got to stay true. To your, to your values. Like, don't, let's not um, misunderstand things about being all over the place and staying true because you got to have both. Uh, and first of all, you got to have the foundation, right? Which is, you know, investing in yourself, knowing yourself, being aware of who you are, who you want to become. Uh, and if you don't know, then look for those first. And then let's say start a business. Because, because you have to, you have to, you can't, let's say, have a kid start, you know, start family without being, feeling ready of how you're going to, you know, raise your kids. And sometimes it happens, and I'm not going to talk about those times, but if you want to have family, you better, you know, know yourself about how you're going to go about it. So know yourself before you start a business. That will create confidence. That's part of the success. That will keep you moving and that will keep you um, solid because there is a lot of uncertainty when you start a business. That's most of it is un uncertainty. Definitely. So once you so once you know who you are, then you, you're, you're solid, you're grounded. So before we go to wrap it up, what's something that you <laughs> asked yourself to you know, like you said, to 
to know yourself better in order to to become who you've become now. I always go back to, you know, those questions, those big questions of maybe who you are or what do you believe in? Those those questions, philosophic questions, some someone can say this is part of philosophy. Uh, I like to go back to practicality, break it down. And for me, it, it has always worked in, in, in the sense that uh, simple as taking a pen and paper and really drawing, really drawing who you want to become with the personality you want to have, the traits, the characteristics, even your body.